morning, Patriots, and it's Thursday, October 12th in the year 2023. Man, I'm telling you, we are lighting it up down here in Glad Tidings, in the Church of Glad Tidings. We had, uh, yesterday we did 21 baptisms, and that makes the two-week, the three-week total since Bart's Fest of, let me see, do real quick Mac, that would be a total of 206 baptisms since Bart's Fest. Including Bart's Fest, which is just totally awesome. Praise God. It's just amazing. And to watch that happen and to see the transformation in people is truly just humbling and powerful. And it's many of the people are getting rebaptized to recommit their lives to Jesus. And it just truly is uh, something to be part of. I just can't even express the power of that. Um, and so blessed to be able to to be part of it with other people. Brian Derrico and I have been doing, we did all of the baptisms at men's camp. We've been doing the baptisms here. Pastor Dave, Brian and I are going to be doing them on Friday here in the church of glad tidings. And then at, if you remember at bars fest, it was, a, it was pastor Brad Cummings and I that did round one. I mean, it was Brian Derrico and I that did round two, but it's just tremendous to watch this change and transformation in people's lives. And ultimately that is at the core of everything we are doing. Patriots, before we get rolling, and we're going to get some good prayers going today. If you think or feel the unthinkable is going to happen soon, you're probably right, because we are dealing with the global cabal of psychopathic pedophiles, and we know how that goes. Um, here's the deal. And most of what we're watching right now are smoke screens and distractions to keep you away from the truth. And the result is we're probably not going to see what's coming. And they want you that way. They want you off base. So obviously keep your eyes on Jesus. But it's also important to and super smart to invest in emergency food. And you need to do it today. It's not one of those things of whether you need it or not. It's one of those things you need to have it. And if you don't have it, you're just going to be happy. You'd, you're going to be better off if you did. I know this sounds sometimes crazy when you're saying, like, I'm going to invest money in food I don't need. This is emergency food. This is food that sits on the shelf for up to 25 years. This is coming from one of the top suppliers in, in the nation. It is the top supplier of the nation, which is My Patriot Supply. And you know, as they say, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. That's the bottom line. So head on over to preparewithbards.com. Preparewithbards.com. You're going to save 25% on My Patriot Supply three-month emergency food kit. It's awesome. And those are foods that you'll enjoy. They have delicious meals. They provide over 2,000 calories a day. They, that keeps you at optimum strength and mental focus, which is important during the times of stress. And so you want to stock up. You want to stock up now. And what do you need? You need one for every member of your family. It's important. That gets you the foundation for them. And it makes sure that what you are ready for any sort of disturbance coming. And let's face it, these freak psychopath pedophiles are going to do something. They're doing it in Israel now to try to, to bring the world into a world war, which we don't need, all to cover their tracks for their horrible crimes against humanity. And they're planning it here. We see it. They're coming across the border. They've got caches all over the country. So let's not let them get us off flat-footed. The government doesn't control us. We control our lives. This is a part of taking our control back. So again... You head on over to preparewithbars.com when you order now and everything's in stock, you're going to get free shipping same day. It's automatic. So head on over again to preparewithbars.com, preparewithbars.com. Take, take a look at their deals, get, get something for every member of your family, have yourself prepared, and you will not be disappointed. You know, in looking at the news, Patriots, and scanning through it, the things that jump out at me and is just the amount of, how can I say it, visceral nonsense that we're being inundated with once again to try to incite fear and make us hate one another. I read this headline, 
coming out of, of Israel, and it says Netanyahu avows every Hamas operative will die as Israeli citizenry, citizenry mobilizes for war. Last time I checked, having walked in war, when you kill everybody, you don't build peace. You just build more perpetual war. And that is literally at the core of all of this. Remember that when we're talking about Israel, we're dealing with cults, cults that run Israel that don't believe in Jesus, cults that are attacking Israel that don't believe in Jesus. And in the middle, you have a population of Israel, many of which have forsaken Jesus, just so I say it, because it's absolutely true. And even the Israelis, as they are now under this nightmare of brainwashing, have attacked Christians who speak Jesus. And on top of it, this entire war was rooted in the attack on one of the mosques. So we're at a point right now when everything is being fused to try to build a war. And I think this is a hard jump for some people to realize that the government of Israel wants this war because they're part of a global cabal, all Satanist cults, all rooted in, in things like the Illuminati rooted in things like the Kazarian Mafia, which is the Ashkenazi Jews. These are all not real people of Jesus. They're people of Babylon that take their commands and study things like the Talmud, which is a a text of Babylon. So they've decided that we're going to have a world war so we can all get sucked in and all kill ourselves. And they're scripting it on biblical standards so it makes it look like it makes the revelationists feel like it's the end of the world. They say stupid things. They get other people here in the country to say stupid things. And you start to see the level of corruption in our faith. We're walking with Jesus. And eyes on the cross, eyes on Jesus, and that doesn't change. And as we walk in that powerful walk with Jesus as stewards of the world, there comes a time when we will be called to step in to fight for kingdom, not for Israel, not for the ridiculous Hamas, not for the corrupted churches and the stupid people sitting at the pulpit saying, we need to wipe out whatever. This is a time when we keep our prayers focused on having those in the Middle East witness and accept in their heart Jesus as the Messiah, break down those stone walls of this brainwashing, which is the religious spirit is what it is, rip those out from underneath them, and now step into the mightiness of warriors of kingdom to say enough is enough. We need to reset you all because we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this as warriors of Christ. So that's really kind of the whole impact of this time, trying to confuse everybody, keep everybody upside down, and trying to keep people from seeing the truth of what's really going on. Because right now, the biggest problem we have is deception. And it's not you're not gonna find truth in the news You'll find truth in our prayer, in Scripture, and in our standing on Christ. But the news is all designed to sway you one way or another and to try to get you to take sides. This is not a war to take sides on. And they're going to do the same thing here. It's coming. They're seeding it. They're going to get communities erupting out of nowhere. You've got a call for Muslims to be radicalized all across the world this Friday. You have, and this is just insane. And it's all done to cover the core issue. What's the core issue? crimes against humanity. And there's two major ones in play right now. Besides the financial pilfering, which is real, the deep ones are COVID con, which they kind of basically decided they were going to eradicate and poison and, and, and infect all the Western world to cause it permanent health damage and hopefully eradication. That's kind of a small one and, and kind of big. And then we've got the other one, which is called child sex trafficking which is on a global scale, off the scale, worth hundreds of billions of dollars a year that is their primary source of traffic or funding and commodity. 
So that's what they're trying to prevent from coming out. And the only way you can prevent something like that is to get everybody entangled in a war so that they don't look here, but they look over there and you're pointing them and getting them, they're getting their hearts wrapped around vengeance and hate, which now separates us from God. Doesn't work if you've got your eyes on Jesus. Patriots is 11 minutes after the hour. Time to have some prayers and kick it. Let's go. Father God, we come to you today very humbled and very blessed to be in such a time as this, to literally be walking in the footsteps of Jesus. So, Father, today we're reaching into you with our hearts open, humbled before you. And for all those in an agreement, Father, and we say amen, we're going to place ourselves before the throne today and ask for the repentance of the sins done and sins, sins known and unknown. And, Father, as we do this, we're emptying our heart truly of the burdens of the past. We're stepping into a place right now of new anointing to embrace the gifts that have been given to us, the authorities given to us to step in with the mantles of authority of Christ as we have been given in Scripture to begin that process of building up the ranks of the warriors of the healing class. This is a tremendous gift that has been given that sadly, Father, we as humanity have steered away from. Instead of seeking healing through you, we seek healing through pharmakia. Instead of seeking healing in our hearts, we seek to have war and hatred and division. Instead of bridging people together to build a network and a unity within the body of Christ in the uniqueness of the tribes, we seek to divide and to seek to put eyes of hate upon one another. All of this being manipulated through a system which we have indirectly or directly accepted the power and worship over ourselves instead of keeping our eyes truly upon you. So, Father, forgive us. Forgive us for these transgressions. Forgive us for where we stand. And as we seek this forgiveness, Father, we seek to find our feet more solidly anchored on the rock of faith. And as we forgive and as we seek the forgiveness for you, Father, that blessing that comes, we also stand now mightily as the warriors of Christ under the banner of Jesus, renewed and refreshed as we step forward now into this battle. Father, we open our hands and raise our, raise our hands high to say, bless me and allow the powers of healing to flow through us, those that are given to us in Scripture, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, one of the most powerful tools of healing one could ever give, to heal the sick and the broken, and to watch those miracles of healing occur before our very eyes, to cast out demons, and to watch the transformation of personalities before us to be, as we set people free, and to raise the dead, to raise the dead from that point as you will, as, you, as your will allows, to bring them in back into this world in the mighty way that they're needed. And even more, Father, as Jesus said himself, to do greater works than he. This is an amazing moment, Father, that we step in and we open our hearts, we empty our hearts from the burdens, the hatred, the vengeance, the fear, the anxieties. We break those chains from beyond and into the spirit realm. We sever them and we wield the sword of the spirit to sever those, those chains and to to heal those wounds, to seal our armor, and to bind any of those spirits and those influences that are impacting us. Father, we put on the breastplate of truth and the the helmet of righteousness, and we stand before this, this military. We stand before this enemy boldly, knowing that we will never bow, knowing that there's nothing that this enemy can throw at us that we cannot defeat. For we are the children of the Most High. We are mighty in this hour. We are mighty in this time as we breathe in the Holy Spirit and we stand mightily here with our sword of the Spirit to face off and to know that what we wield is the power of truth and the love in Jesus. 
Father, we have enemies all over the world that truly seek to destroy countries, seek to destroy people, seek to destroy lives, seek to submit people under their thumb. And we will not bow to any ruler other than Jesus. And that, Father, is what sets them off because these are people that are obsessed with power to be gods themselves. So, Father, for those moments when we have sought the power without the humility, when we've sought the path of pride rather than humbleness, forgive us. Forgive us, Father, for we repent on those places before you as we repent for ourselves and we equally repent for our nation today. And for that matter, our nations, Father, since this voice travels all over the world, we're not limited to one location, but we're limited to the many countries around the world that now stand before you to humble ourselves before you and say, Father, we repent. For as we know very well, Father, and we know so well in 2 Chronicles 7.14, and my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So, Father, we put ourselves before you. We are turning ourselves from our wicked ways. We are seeking the repentance of our heart and our ways. We're asking for the clarity and discernment of each and every step before us to be clear like footsteps in virgin snow. And so, Father, as we do this, we raise our hands to seek the mercy for a nation that has fallen hard and the nations, plural, across the world that have stumbled to fall away from you and not into your arms. And we ask, Father, for the blessings of healing, the blessings of mercy, the blessings of the power of the Holy Spirit to flow through the hearts of the many, and the blessings of understanding who our true Messiah is, Jesus. And Jesus, in this moment, as we hear, this, as we hear the sabers rattle for war, those of hearts of vengeance trying to raise up to declare war across the many echelons of this fight, those that seek vengeance rather than peace, those that seek to do harm and destruction of humans rather than to seek unity. This is an hour, Father, and this is the hour, Jesus, when we need you most, when we ask for your presence to show your face to the many, to each and every one, to show them who the true king is of this earth, and to watch the armies wilt, to watch the armies come to their knees, to watch the armies weep in the glory of all that you are, to find unity in the body, and not divisiveness in our lives, to let go of the hate that seems to rile so many hearts, to separate ourselves from the vengeance that seems to corrupt our sight and it corrupts what we hear, and to step into an anointing of unity and peace unlike anything we've imagined. For this is the hour of a new era, a time when we watch the new victory, the victory roll into our time, a time when we seek to heal rather than divide, and a time which we seek peace in the love of Jesus above all. So, Father, guide us in this quest, raise us, lift us, and in this time, heal us in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, the, the challenge, like I keep saying, in this fight is going to be clarity. And if you understand the principles of fifth-generation warfare, you understand that this fifth-generation warfare is designed to convolute the battlefield and to convolute it to such a degree that you don't really know who the enemy is, and yet the enemy is all around you. The influx of alien illegals across our borders. Sometimes I want to say aliens because I think they, they sure look like a bunch of lizard heads coming across there. 
But those the influx of, of illegals coming across our border is all part of this. These are fighting age males. They're settling in across our nation. There's weapons caches across the entire country. The CIA has brought in 140,000 Afghan fighters, implanted them across our nation. This is a war against the people. But it's not just a war against the people. It's a war against God's children, those that follow Jesus. And you need to appreciate that because we're not seeing an attack on the Muslims. This is an attack by a government on the people who follow Christ. And that war is waging and is ramping up. So that tells you how right you are in your faith and how much stronger you must become in that walk of faith. It is truly a powerful moment in time. The globalists are the enemy, but they are hidden everywhere and they are behind the scenes of every government in the world. They are embedded in our legal system. They are embedded in our financial systems. They are embedded in our political institutions. They are embedded in our military leadership and they are embedded in our teaching institutions. They are embedded in our churches. This is how they are running this war so that little by little their faces are revealed. But if we don't wake up now and stand in the unity of the body of Christ, they will suddenly appear everywhere and they will seize the, the freedom that we have and the liberty that God gave us for their purposes to control the world in a unified one world religion, which is ultimately satanic, to strip away the concept of Jesus, to rewrite the Bible, and ultimately to suppress the world. And I know already that voices speak out, but God has won. And that's true. There is victory in heaven. But our role here is to continue to fight the victory here on earth and to bring Jesus' sacrifice into reality. And until that very day when Jesus puts his hand on your shoulder and says, good work, soldier. I'm here now. You can take a break. Until that day, we fight. And we fight with the power and the tools of the spiritual realm. We fight mightily in the kingdom for we don't fight this war first with the war of the tools of the flesh we fight it with the with the weapons of war of the spirit and in so doing we are told that we can tear down fortresses not just strongholds but fortresses so i want to share with you a testimony something i witnessed yesterday just to go over with you the magnitude of what's going on down here in the church of glad tidings why i encourage people so much to go through deliverance training, which is online and available, and to continue to get that experience underneath you because this is the training of the primary battlefield right here because this primary battlefield is the spiritual battlefield. Yesterday, and obviously names are removed, there was a couple that came to me and they were literally on the edge of divorce. After 20-some years, their marriage had suddenly hit a point where it looked like divorce was imminent. It was powerful. They had been at the Deliverance Conference. They had not been to one like this before. This is a very powerful conference, by the way. If you're here, you just feel it. And some are reporting the same feelings online. And they had hit a breaking point in their marriage with explosive arguments that were literally hurtful and even to the point of one of the, one of the people in the marriage feeling threatened. In this process, I was able to sit with each one and to identify the individual issues that were they were each burdened with. And most of this was spiritual. It was anchored, all of it, not most of it, all of it was spiritual. All of it was based on a misdirection that to some degree went to the root of a marriage that was built out of, the, out of sex first rather than the consummation in the spirit. And it was all working in a place of years and years of 
childhood legacies building up, trying to overcompensate for, for parental issues, trying to uh, work in a world where you're, one thinks they're walking with Jesus, but they're consumed with fear, a whole variety of things like this. And all of this comes to the head to a point where suddenly with two children and they're ready to walk away after 20 plus years. That's the devil working. Let me tell you, that is a masterful attack at the core of the most powerful unit God ever deploys, which is a married couple who marries themselves first in the spirit. And so we worked through it two and a half plus hours last night, talking to each one, working with each one to break bonds, to sever soul ties, to rebuild and reforge the foundations on the spiritual realm. And then we sat together and we sat together to have things come together in a magnificent way to hear testimonies so they could each hear each other in the testimonies of what was driving fears or, or anger to start releasing these things, to start getting them in alignment. Because in a marriage, it's two that we minister to plus the one, which is the unity of the body. So it's not just you, you administer to the one or the other. It is the deliverance ministry as well to the one, which is getting the one back in alignment so that they can hear each other's hearts and ultimately so they can be set free. And what's most amazing is after two and a half hours and about halfway through, Alicia Derrico joined me and we worked this together. It was amazing. We broke the chains of fear. We watched the, the ability for people to forgive themselves. We pulled in the power of the Holy Spirit. We watched the healing of the hearts occur and after two and a half hours, a marriage was reforged and rebuilt on the foundation of faith and love in Jesus to see each other for what they were, to drop the deception of their eyes, to truly see their hearts and to understand the uniqueness that they were and the beauty that they were together as one. Deliverance ministry, the more that I do it and the more that I walk it, is truly the most, one of the most powerful things I've ever witnessed in my life because it isn't us doing it, it's us allowing the Holy Spirit to use us to do it, to allowing God to show his presence to do it. And in so doing, the most incredible things happen. People are set free. People are now walking free in the world unlike anything you've seen. Their eyes change. Their physical demeanor changes. We've had Bars Nations people here who I have seen completely transformed in the last few days. People I've come to know over this last few years that are whole and new again. And it's beautiful, happy, anchored, joyful. Testimonies like, Scott, I've never had a night's sleep like this. And to see the demeanors calm down, to walk with the confidence in the Holy Spirit. This is an amazing witnessing of the power of God when we open ourselves up to him and to allow him to work through us to do our primary commission in this world, which is to heal. And when we understand that we are in this battlefield and we can win this war by healing, not destroying, now we understand the greatest trap of the enemy because when we attack and we wage war, we wage war to hate, not wage war to heal. So I'm going to close with this because you know very well uh, we have an amazing member of our community now and his name is Corey Terry. He's a friend. He's a brother. He's honored me in a way that I can't even put into words. But I want you to remember that he is also a medic. He's a healer. And I say this because he is, in my opinion, when working with special forces teams, he represents the most powerful element in that entire team. Their title, 18 Delta, but they're healers. 
And they understand that while they can wage war mightily with the sword of steel, they, their greatest weapon is that of the sword of the spirit and the true healing of hearts and wounds and injuries. So this is really when you look at it in God's army, he's bringing together the powerful alignment of warriors of the heart and building up a class of warriors that understand the power of spiritual healing. Because with healing, we can heal anything, anything. God is not limited. And all we have to do is lean into this and say, Father, let, let us heal. And once we do that and we train in that and we continue to train in that, you have to have the belief and the commitment on every time you do a prayer that healing will be done. You don't take go into this lightly, like you don't go into war thinking, well, maybe I'll win. You go in with victory in your heart. You pray into victory. I'm sorry, you pray from victory, not into victory. Pray from victory, into vic- not into victory, because we've already won that. But we have to believe it. We have to bring it into this world. And Satan wants to do everything he can to prevent that. Sometimes our prayers have to be mighty to tear down those fortresses that have been built around the walls that Satan has put up to prevent that healing from happening. But God hears our prayers. And the more that we commit with the ferocity of warriors in this world, with the commitment and decisiveness that victory will be achieved, that we will have, we will have victory over this injury, we will have victory over this sickness, the more mighty we become in the spirit. So I encourage you, pray decisively, pray with intent, pray with the ferocity of a warrior heart. Don't be bashful before God. He didn't ask you to be bashful. He told you we have the authorities to do it. And Jesus has given us those authorities himself. So lean into it, embrace them, run with them, be mighty in the spirit, and lead people to the freedom they need. Patriots, today's schedule, again, a little bit crazy. I thought I was going to have an extra show last night. It is, we putting hands on and seeing people heal was just incredible with all the baptisms we did. Don't really know about this afternoon. Keep your heads up for a show. Next week, all the shows get back to regular time. I'm sorry for the disruptions, but... It's pretty awesome. And we're going to have a lot of great new material coming in. Next week, we have our morning show, obviously. Evening shows are the same with interviews and discussions of the political realm of what's going on, framing always within the context of of our power of what we're literally walking in as children of the Most High. And the evening shows, Fishers of Men, are going to be dedicated to deliverance. There'll be testimonies. There'll be discussions of methods and techniques to continue the power of deliverance in your life and to really help build the tools necessary to fight this fight. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, hopefully I see you this evening. We'll see how the day goes. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. 
But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 